Welcome, friends and fiends. This is your host, film critic and comedian, Nate Wyckoff. And I'm here to tell you about an exciting giveaway that Warner Brothers Discovery and Colton Classic Films LLC has put together to build your 4K Ultra HD film collection on digital. We are giving away four codes which contain digital 4K Ultra HD versions of Rebel Without a Cause, Maltese Falcon, and Cool Hand Luke. These are films that you absolutely must know as a film buff. You can get this code by being one of the lucky four people we pull from our newsletter list. So go to coltonclassicfilms.com slash newsletter and give us your email and your name and we'll sign you up for the newsletter and we will enter you in the competition. That's all you got to do. So please go ahead and do that. The contest ends on April 30th and we will send out the winning codes on May 1st. Thank you so much for being a listener. And here's your episode of Colton Classic Films Podcast. Welcome to Colton Classic. <laughs> Welcome, friends and fiends, to a brand new, very special episode of Colton Classic Podcast. This is your host, film critic and comedian Nate Wyckoff. And I am here with a very, very special guest, Kevin Von Esper. How are you doing, Kevin? Hello. I'm doing great. How are you doing? I am always doing fantastic when we're on the pod. If you talk you to me liar. outside the pod, oh, different on story. the pod. Okay, okay, gotcha. <laughs> I, I save my positive moments for like just a couple of hours a week. Um, that's fair. That's fair. Yes, absolutely. Now, listeners, I want to say up front that this is, of course, we are a podcast, so this is an audio episode, but we also have this episode available on our YouTube channel, Colton Classic Podcast, because there are some visual things that Kevin has to share with us. So mm -hmm. um, as, <laughs> if you're watching right now, so make sure that in addition to listening, you go check out the Colton Classic Podcast page to watch this episode with Kevin Von Esper. And you're going to want to see all the props. Oh, so excited. So excited. So what you're thinking here is, uh, Nate, I don't really know who you are, uh, except for the podcast. So what are we here about? What are we talking about? Well, Kevin has an amazing new documentary coming out called The Life and Slimes of Dookie Flyswatter and Haunted Garage. I, I am, as many of you know, I sang for a band called The Chud for about 10 years, uh, horror punk band based in New Hampshire. Um, we're not the other Chuds, there are several. But I got to say, I feel ridiculous not having heard Haunted Garage before. Bad uh, horror punker. Totally terrible. So insulated in those cold New Hampshire mountain regions. Uh, absolutely fantastic. Kevin, can you tell me what prompted you to, first off, who's Dookie? Why did you want to do this yeah. documentary? Boy, if you don't know who Dookie Flyswatter is, then you are my target audience. <laughs> because <laughs> as Nate was telling me, it blew his mind when he found out, right? totally and dookie flyswatter is a if you're in hollywood and you're in you're a weirdo you probably know dookie flyswatter but if you're not in hollywood you you very well might you've probably seen him and you just don't know it yet and i'm gonna figure out where you've I seen had. him yeah exactly and then it click it all clicks together right um so he's a b-movie horror actor mostly and writer he's was in such classics as uh Sorority Babes in the Slimeball, Bolarama, Nightmare Sisters, Hollywood Chainsaw Hookers, Surf Nazis Must Die, all those retro VHS titles that you loved so much in the video store growing up, but were too afraid to rent, or were <laughs> you? But also, he sang in a, I would like to call them horror punk now, a band Haunted Garage, 
they were really just like a freak show on stage they were on metal blade records for a record which is um shared a record label with a band they get uh compared to a lot guar um they mm. were closely associated and and friends with green jello a band of which i was also a part of it well Huge i'm an in, i'm an inactive member right now but i am always a member of green jello um and yeah it's just it's this crazy band that you probably never heard of but you are going to feel really stupid that you haven't because is this not the best album cover of all time it I is so great so. we're looking at the cover of possession park came out on metal blade records yes and uh as faces soon as in I the saw, flames it is so fantastic as soon as soon as i i saw the trailer i went online and i bought this immediately oh amazing um, it Here's is a great photo of the band all dead by a legendary la punk photographer edward culver you'd probably know him from the from anything in L LA hardcore in the early 80s, specifically maybe the damaged cover by Black Flag with the fist in the mirror, Henry's mm -hmm. fist. Um, he is also in the documentary amongst a lot of other people. Anyways, yeah, yeah, he's just this Henry fascinating. Rollins. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Haunted Garage is this fascinating band. They're a little bit more X-rated than your normal band, perhaps, but all in good fun. They took horror props and, and uh, horror effects makeup friends and just kind of created this freak show acts. Um, wherever they could get something weird, they would use it. I know you just mentioned you were in a band called the Chuds. One of their props came from the movie Chud 2. It was a head About from the Chud 2 that was left over. Yeah, I've actually never seen it. And um, I feel terrible for that, but I will rectify <laughs> that soon uh props from like leftover from return of the living dead or like alice cooper stage shows just wherever they could pick shit out of the garbage that's haunted garage but also a really kick-ass band like the musicians were incredible the songs were great and that's what makes them stand out yeah so it's interesting watching the trailer and you can go uh to to kevin's um uh, indie gorgor indie gorgor that's right you Campaign, can uh, check out emphasis on the pain <laughs> Yes, it is. Uh, and you, if you want the URL, I can like to spell out URLs here. DookieDoc.com. There you go. DookieDoc.com. D-U-K-E-Y, not like the Green Day album, because you exactly, have to differentiate not, that. That's right. It's Dookie as in like uh, Duke, Dukes of Hamburg, yes. but yes. with a Y at the end. Um, yes. And and it is, you can check out, you can donate to the Indiegogo campaign, which I highly suggest you do. We plan on doing that here. Thank I you. uh and watch watch the teaser. It is full of amazing people, musicians, actors, special effects artists, um, local uh, legends from LA, and I think you've even got some New York legends in there too. Uh, um, who who in there uh, um, sparked your interest? Oh my God, um, I there, there's too many. Of course, uh, you've got <laughs> as you said, you've got Green Jello friends in there, and Green yeah, Jello were yeah. huge fans here at the pod. Um, who was oh, it great. too that said Green Jello? If you remember Serial this, killer. this uh, the video first video only band, and if you've ever seen this tape, like probably anybody listening to this may have, he Dookie was actually in the Misadventures of Shitman video, being turned into Shitman alongside um, Danny Carey from some stupid band named Tool, like whatever. <laughs> Who was right. a member of Green Jello at the time? That's that's right. Green Jello. We have our, our uh, some Canadian friends and fiends up there who are members as well. Oh, are uh, they um the guys in Nimvid and Vincent uh, yeah. Black Shadow? 
That's right. Um, yeah, and those we're, are we're all friends a very of a small friend's circle. connection. <laughs> exactly. And that's, and that's, if you dive down the green jello rabbit hole, uh, I'm happy to say you will also find Dookie and, as you said, fall into the haunted yeah. garage realm. Uh, I gotta say, I, think, I love the Vincent Black Shadow. I just have to put that out there. I miss them very much. You know, seriously, um, I feel like, granted, I like to blame COVID for everything now. Um, but the reality is, is I feel like the scene has had ups and downs and the last yeah nimbin you know, went out they they're doing that now oh yeah that was true. that was the more successful band so i get it and and you know and still still great stuff but um when i heard you said this and when and it reminded me of another person i can't even remember who said this in your trailer right now but mm. dookie flyswatter and Hanukkah garage were gg allen but fun and oh yeah, Deborah Exit said that. Yep. That's right. And it blew my mind because of course, being uh, many of our contributors, listeners, and and myself uh spent no, a lot of time. She said in New it Hampshire. was a friendly vampire. Who said it was Gigi Allen but fun? I think that was that was Robbie Rist, who was in a band called Undead Kennedys with Dookie Flyswatter. That's but right, you would the Dead know, Kennedy's tribute. Yes, as zombies. But you would know him best as um the voice of Michelangelo in the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle movies. Yes. Oh, so good. And of course, we are massive Turtles fans here at Colton Classic Podcast. You're More slime not to for you. That's right. Uh, TRI. We love it. Um, Sorry, I cut you everyone. off, but I had to I had to remember no. who said that and credit them properly. Love it. Love it. And it, it, it connected with me because as a New Hampshire resident for, for many years, uh, Gigi Allen was uh, from there. And in fact, mm. uh, interesting fact, I can't remember if we've mentioned this podcast, if you're not super knowledgeable, Gigi Allen uh, was a performer that I would personally say was not a lot of fun on stage, but he was state, you know, sex with prostitutes, he got arrested for burning uh, a prostitute with a cigar, uh, cigarette or cigarillo or cigar yeah. on stage, wrapped the whole stage in saran wrap and shit on it and rolled around on it. I will say this. Not um, as fun. Yeah, not as fun. Interesting. Real, that's you know, real dookie. That's right. It's a, uh, we actually, uh, the Chud had a, have a, have a story related to Gigi Allen esque exploits in music as well, living in New Hampshire. Oh, yeah. Uh, interesting fact about that uh, Littleton, uh, New Hampshire is where his, uh, his grave is. And they mm. have taken, they, many years ago, they took down his gravestone. People were pissing on it all the time. Pissing, yeah. shitting on it, knocking it yep. over, breaking bottles on it, which is the kind of thing he would love. But, What's interesting about that, and people are going to send me hate mail. That's totally yeah, fine. Yeah, I watched that tad. documentary about his family. Yeah, yeah, right. Um, send send uh, send it to our contributor Tad Masterani at Colton Classic Podcast at gmail.com. Send all the hate mail. But Gigi Allen, the, the Murder Dolls, the whole deal. Not that great a music for me. Not my fan. The difference was the Murder Junkies. Murder Junkies. Thank you. Yeah, Murder um, Dolls was the band with joey from slipknot and uh that's Wednesday right <laughs> that was that was that was the hot topic days the, the yeah, thriving yeah. hot topic yep. days um haunted garage the music is amazing as a fan of like electric frankenstein and all that you know real like sort of almost like rock and roll tinged punk rock you know that hardcore scene where as you said musicality was really important it is not just listenable it is awesome it is like really really good so yeah. when you have you know it's like um it's like, as you said, too, people compared it. It's very clear you have members of Guar in the documentary as well. Um, and it's it's listenable and watchable. The whole vibe comes they together. They have the whole package. Perfect. It's yeah. Fantastic. And that's why that's really the main reason I 
it, this is like a passion project for me because people always ask me like, why do you want to make a documentary about some guy in some band that nobody's ever heard about? That's exactly why I want to make this documentary because everybody should know about this, especially you horror punkers out there or you horror movie fans. You know, everyone around them got really famous you know the tools the white zombies the nirvanas l7 used to play with them 45 grave to an extent you know what i mean mm -hmm. all these bands just went up and up and up especially i mean tool right just knocked out taylor swift on the top 100 like two i mean the top one number one on the billboard chart a couple of years ago they used to open for haunted garage you know Yep. And so this is for you. You got to see it to believe it. Um, this is sort of like the anti story, because usually in a documentary like this, there's like a success story and then a downfall. But <laughs> this was kind of like, not quite, you know. <laughs> yeah, it, it has this charm, though. The comedy of errors. Right. It's underground that stayed underground. And as you said, it's yeah. sort of no surprise in that way. But, that Oh, man, uh, if they had one more year on them, I think they would have made it i think so too and i think it's it's in it's indicative of why you know like metal blade said hey yes we'll take you know we'll take this record you know it's like this is it's but not put good. you on tour for it uh, tell <laughs> and, me about and it and never finish the music video for the what would have been the best music video band ever seriously i metal blade I, had a couple of failings i'm going to talk to brian slagle about that please do Hopefully. because well, you know, he, he said he would do the documentary but He's, he's not in L.A. or New York, so it's been hard to actually get him on. Sure. Well, and I mean, I know out here in Palm Springs, you hear uh, listeners, me talk about this all the time. We have a lot of drag legends that come out here mm. um, and a lot of people in L.A. who are drag legends. that Also related videos, to this documentary. That's right. Um, they, you know, I feel like they're one of the few groups that are still putting the money and the effort into music videos because that's where, you know, they, it's this, um, it's a content piece that they can put out mm -hmm. in addition to their, their live shows. And so sure. I see that a lot of um, performance heavy bands like Haunted Garage, they're not getting that kind of, you know, there's, like you said, there's no serial killer, right? Like there's no right. visual component to add to this. So if you don't know, and you're in even, you know, it doesn't matter how cool the, the reprint is on record store days. If mm -hmm. you can't see that there's this whole second side to it and you've never heard of them, you're just you're not missing a lot up. of you're like most of it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And oh, man, they would have been the best music video band. I imagine like all the directors they knew, the actresses they hung around, you know, actors and and special effects people. They actually they filmed one music video for Possession Park for the song Party in, a, in the Graveyard. Never even got printed from film. But that's the other thing about music videos back then. They were on like film. Film, like you, right. <laughs> you, this, this was like a, a big budget thing, no matter how small budget you are. So that's right. You know, people, especially, you know, a lot of the long lost it, music video. I'm trying to find it, but no luck yet. It's well, you know, I, I recently was asking uh, the, the head of was it the head of, of video projects for the Andy Warhol Museum in Pennsylvania mm. about the the quote unquote lost um, Batman film that oh. uh, he did. And he's because online you can find pieces, you can basically fans have pieced together like 30 minutes or some gotcha. 20 minutes. And he goes, well, it's an unfinished film. He never finished the end, but he's got two, he's got eight hours of material that is actually part of oh, the movie. Wow. And it's at the archives, but that's the thing. Film sits in film. <laughs> yeah I mean, until you get nobody knows where this time, one is that's that's oh, the big brutal. problem 
brutal. Um, yeah, well, they don't it, remember who directed it. We know where it was. Most of the people on that set were drunk and were just kind of like, I just remember there was a lot of beer. I don't remember much about it. There was someone was the had a couple rolling? pictures. <laughs> I know, right? It's. I heard they saw the playback, but that's about it. I don't think it ever got printed from film. Uh, here's it's out there somewhere. It wasn't. Hopefully, it wasn't very good. Apparently, but still, <laughs> it would have been a music video for Haunted Garage. They haven't seen the Chud music videos. Um, yeah. No, what's interesting? <laughs> what's interesting too is I need, I, I need to see those. I, I I don't worry. I have so much crap you're gonna get. Um, okay. What's interesting too is I can't wait to see there's just so much to the process of making a documentary that's a real passion project like this, right? Because first, mm -hmm. Dookie's still alive, correct? Yes, he so is. So this is not, you know, this is not a, a in memoriam um documentary, no. which is really great to have because let's celebrate our heroes while they're still here. Exactly. And also you never know what comes out of the woodwork. Uh, with people like, oh, hey, I have this, you know, I have this. Or as mm -hmm. you were saying, all the people that opened and played with Haunted Garage, I went online and one of the first things I like to do when I discover a new band that isn't brand new is mm -hmm. go through um, and try and find uh, screen caps uh, or copies of the flyers from the cities around. Yeah. And it is incredible. I mean, DI, there are so many punk legends mm -hmm. that have performed with Haunted Garage and opened oh, yeah. Haunted Garage. And it is... Um, I urge people who are interested at all in punk rock to go check them out because it is uh, the kind of thing where it's almost when I when I started digging, it was like discovering uh, a, a new book of the Bible. You know what I mean? For yes. some, for some, and they were they were scholar. like an epicenter of the of the punk rock you know scene well and as you said really tied to grunge too because that was the huge rise of grunge era, right? And, yeah, yeah, and and that was the peak, and they were playing with bands that frankly. It, you know you can love grunge love but... was afraid of them <laughs> yes and also looking at some of the footage online i cannot wait to see what um <laughs> oh i have uncovered a lot i got dookie's entire archive digitized oh, see that's phenomenal because there's so much and more Just... stuff coming well, looking at the people in the crowds in these shows is crazy it reminded me of watching you know um uh, no uh, phones right it reminded me of watching uh my brain is going like uh, having misfires here. There's so much going on watching mm -hmm. rock and roll high school and having the Ramones on stage and then seeing yep. Darby crash of the germs just in oh, the wow. audience. Is he in there? He is. And, and, and you see him like just very clearly being Darby in the, in the kind of, and like, it's that kind of thing. There are people you can pick out at these shows. Yeah. I was like, Holy crap. This really was like people. Wait, who knew. did you pick out? Did you pick out anybody? I, maybe, send, maybe you I'm can gonna, discover something that I, I'm going to send you a list. I can't wait. Send wow. Really? Oh, oh, I'm I'm gonna okay. try. I'll try. Okay. Um, <laughs> I mean, I know they, they they did play with um a lot with Celebrity Skin, which was done from the Germs uh, the band germs, at the time. Yes. And and uh, and and part of the problem I'm gonna tell you right now and is Forty Five like, Grave. Oh, that's that's him and her. You know, like really? I know these people, but I can't remember where or who. But if they're there, then okay, they we'll talk offline. We'll do some detective work. Yes, for sure. Um, but yeah, but it's just it's crazy, and I cannot wait to see, you know, what you have that is, is essentially not available, right? <laughs> yeah. Um, so some of the stage... audio is available now on Indiegogo. A lot of the uncovered demos, um, <sighs> I've been uh, allowed to present to the world for the first time ever. Well, so. and that brings me to another thing. So what actually has been widely released 
from the music much. haunted garage because not yeah, much. Really... Haunted, Possessed Park is the only readily available. Uh, where's my other seven inch? Um, they had this seven two uh, double seven inch called Mother's Day. Which okay, is first great. off, it's, that is it's in 3D. one of my favorite covers I've ever seen. Now, yeah, it's amazing. Um, this was on Sympathy for the Record Industry. It's um, you know, 3D colored vinyl as well. This was um like 1989 or so. Uh, mind you, Haunted Garage actually started in 1985, so <laughs> it took them a couple of years just to get anything out. Um, and and that lineup on that um alone is only one original member. <laughs> yeah, uh, and, and it's not even have... Dookie, right? Is that? Yeah, Dookie's Duke... the only constant okay, on that one. Yeah, okay. But the original original Haunted Garage started in 1985, and they were more of like a they were more bluesy and subdued like garage band and their mm-hmm. their thing was the, the original theme was they were just a band doing playing bad songs from bad movies like so they would cover the green slime wow. theme song and mothra and the blob which was written by bert Bacharach, you know Bacharach, and like yep. just crazy shit like that um and then of course people couldn't tell if they were original or not anyways because Right. These songs were totally unknown, so they just started writing songs that sounded like they could be from movies as well. Um, and also to note, one of the original songs they used to cover was Born Mean from Satan's Sadist's movie. Yes, um, the great which, biker movie. Yeah, which uh, was later covered uh, very recently by Glenn Danzig. So who was ahead of the That's curve right. on that one? I well, I will say Glenn's not usually ahead of the curve. So, so anyways, <laughs> I've uncovered a lot of that, and that was all previous to the more horror punk version of the band that became, you know, mm-hmm. what was what this was. And then the, that was mostly the band also that recorded Possession Park, their only album of that era. They did have enough songs written and rehearsed for a second album, but they never started recording it. And if they did, it would have been the, my favorite album of all time. I guarantee it. Because my favorite Haunted Garage songs are the ones they wrote after this. After Possession Park. Or songs that just never got the proper recording. And you can hear some of them for the first time ever publicly through through our Indiegogo campaign. And then skip to, this actually came out last year. And this is the new uh, revival lineup that started in 2013's album, Slender Man and Other Strange Tales. Another great album cover by Liz McGrath who um, may or may not contribute some art to the campaign in the future. I got to get her on the phone about that. Fantastic artist. Oh, you know her. She does a lot of sculpture too as well, right? Yeah, she does like those weird taxidermy things. Yes, absolutely And she has a great great band called Miss Derringer as well. Yes, Miss Derringer. Um, Liz, if you ever want to come on and talk your flicks, come on. Well, she may she may be coming back into the public eye sooner than later is is what I hear. She's kind of like uh, went into hiding for a little while. Yes, she Um, certainly did. Yeah, check out Miss Derringer. And, and back then in the 80s, she was in, a, I guess, a hardcore punk type band called Tongue, and they used to play shows with Haunted Garage. But that's it. Like, those are the only recordings that are publicly available for Haunted Garage. And it's not a lot. And it's really sad. Um, they did. No, even checking the bootleg forums online in the punk, which, you know, I mean, there's we, not much we dabble, out there. there is not a lot. It took me 30 years to in bootleg trading circles to collect maybe five or six Haunted Garage tapes. 
And that was it. That's all I could find without getting a direct source. And now I have like hundreds of them. But um, <laughs> I also want to note, I don't know if you know this movie, Nightmare Sisters. Nightmare Sisters, absolutely. Yeah. No, I mean, not only was Dookie in this movie, but Haunted Garage recorded a soundtrack to this, including the theme song, Sorority Sisters Succubus, which I think is a fantastic song. Um, never was released, though, as a soundtrack. And uh, I've uncovered the master cassette tape <gasps> that I... And um, that would be amazing to have. Released. That is on our Indiegogo campaign. Oh, I, I would also I also I'd hope to get it out maybe on some official release at some point in the future. But for now, straight and raw from the cassette tape, Nightmare Sisters soundtrack totally by Haunted it. Garage. I, it's going available. right back on cassette tape in our studio, I swear. Yeah, that is going to yeah. be huge. And of course, I just have to give a shout out. Um, I love Nightmare Sisters. Uh, uh, I think I actually. I went back and Dookie plays Omar in yes. that. So you can see him. Uh, yep. and that's, uh, that's, he gets his head ripped off like in many other movies. <laughs> yes. And that's uh, perks of uh, having uh, your own head. I, <laughs> that's true. Bring it gets to you set. lots of roles. Yeah. Well, and, and of course, that was the second time he'd worked, I believe, with David. Yes. Um, uh, I always pronounce his name wrong, but Dakota. Yeah. Um, I believe and, that's uh, the correct. Sorority Babes in the Slimeball Bowl. Films literally days before Nightmare Sisters. Like these, it, those were like it was like the weekend and then they started a new movie together basically and and i mean and that's pretty much how and it's the only yeah and it's the only two movies of the era that star the big three screen creams screen oh my god that is a tongue twister it's it's big brain Kalina quigley and um michelle bauer thank you yes it's actually a whole documentary just about them we got two of them so it's not not so bad no, that is, I, and guys, I got to say too, we talk like, and coming up in the future episodes of Cult and Classic Podcasts, we're fans of documentaries, uh, genre documentaries here. And we have a lot lined up that are really great, but I wouldn't say a lot of them are, let's put it this way. I was watching one this weekend for review that um, it, a lot of them are couch interviews in like rented hotel rooms. Um, mm -hmm. Not that there's anything wrong with that. This documentary, the, the footage you've released so far is awesome. This is a high Thank quality, you. really excellently produced, um, easy Me to watch. and a DSLR camera. And that's, it, that's all you need. It is so good. And I cannot, I just can't stress enough, guys. Check out the Indiegogo, the life and slimes of Dookie Flyswatter and Haunted Garage. Um, I got stickers today in the mail. So woo! look I'm, out I'm for gonna, stickers uh, from writestickers.com. Yes, I'm excited. I'm to, very excited to, about them. So I have to show out. it off. Um, and I, I got to say, too, we're going to keep following up here at Colton Classic Podcast with this because I am now a convert. Uh, Haunted That's Garage, my goal here. <laughs> Haunted Garage is, is really fantastic. And just fans, I know, I know you. You know me at this point. If you look at this video, you will be super excited. Uh, it, it's really, really cool. Um, and also, as I mentioned, um, people in Guar and there, you know, Beefcake mm -hmm. is, is I remember meeting Beefcake when I was working, working oh, for, awesome. for Trauma. Um, oh, okay. Well, we're getting, we're getting Lloyd Kaufman soon. We were supposed to get him last week, but he caught COVID. So we had to postpone it. That's, yeah. He is I, upcoming. I, I, he will be in the well. life and slimes of Dookie Flyswatter talking about the trauma classic Surf Nazis Must Die. That is right. And we will be talking about uh, the semi-sequel to Surf Nazis Must Die. And it's troubled troubled progress later this year with wait what's Chris that Eber. uh wait there's we'll a sequel off. okay we'll, kind wow, of wow we'll this is news <laughs> we'll, breaking we'll talk breaking uh, we'll my talk. head 
Um, yeah, so uh, let's see. I just want to mention a few of the other things because Dookie Fleischwater also wrote some movies, um, specifically with uh, one of my favorite schlock directors, Fred Owen Ray. Um, who wrote Prison Ship, uh, yeah, Frozen which, Screen. He worked as a script doctor. On, I right? just, I just got the Blu-ray <gasps> today. I, I was like, I couldn't believe I didn't have it in my collection. Uh, I, it's a very colorful movie. Dookie's also in this. He did write it. Uh, he wrote Blood Diner, also a crazy Blood Diner, classic. such a legend. And I want to give a shout out to Kino Labor releasing as well. Star Slammer is a really great transfer. Yeah. Oh, great. I'm excited. I'm going to watch it tonight. I have it on VHS and DVD, and I'm like, where's my Blu-ray? Did I not yeah. buy this one? How do I not have this? <laughs> Amazon Prime, I had it the next day, today. Um, I want to say, too, he also... I don't know if he did he did he write Cyclone with Fred Owen Ray uh, was that because um, Cyclone the Cyclone. that's one of my favorite it's a it's one of the like very narrow sort of haunted slash alien slash self controlled there you go this is a VHS Heather Thomas yes. copy um it's one of the the I'm glad you mentioned this movie. movies yeah um, and I love this one and I had no idea that he was involved um, he he did not write this but. Haunted Garage is the band playing in the club. Yes, in this that movie. was was one. And that guess I was like, what? Oh. Guess what? We have uncovered in our Indiegogo campaign. What? The demo that was used <gasps> for the recording of of the songs in this movie, Devil Metal, and a bunch of other songs. Um, that is more awesome. Haunted Garage recordings that have never been available to the public, but you may have heard in such movies as Cyclone. Yes, that check it out. It's awesome. a great scene of, of a very early. Again, uh, it it was pre-Possession Park lineup, but um, mm -hmm. it wasn't quite the original guys. It was something in between version of Haunted Garage. Yeah, playing in a club while, um, you know, Jeffrey Combs is walking around. And and I believe <laughs> um, yep. it's either Brink or Michelle is a is an extra in this uh, in a shower scene or something. So, yep. Uh, you yeah, know, good old friend. And is. we did we did interview Fred Olin Ray a couple of weeks ago in L.A., haven't seen it yet because my co-producer did it, but he is another one that's um, it's in the books. He's he's great on camera. And I I absolutely I swear, even um, uh, we've had Michael Varadi on who wrote a Christmas Hallmark movie that Fred Olin Ray did with him. Oh, um, and yeah, he does lots of those Christmas movies. So many. And my mom you know saw what? at least one of them. I was like, Mom, you know, that's the guy who did Hollywood Chainsaw Hookers. Yep. <laughs> That's right. And uh, and and we're big fans here at the pod. So uh, maybe one day he will he will make it here as well. But uh, to to wrap this up, guys, check out the yes. Indiegogo. Um, follow uh, what's what's your preferred method? How yeah. can you find this on social sure. media? Uh, well, everything's linked on dookiedoc.com. Uh, I prefer Instagram. I'm at dookiedoc, D-U-K-E-Y-D-O-C. Again, not like the Green Day album. Um, <laughs> on Facebook, I have a group called the life and slimes of Dookie Flyswatter and Haunted Garage, where me and I post updates as well as people just contribute all their old stories and, and flyers and pictures. It's a great place to just like hang out and talk about Dookie and Haunted Garage. And um, uh, yeah, and the Indiegogo, of course, which you can find on dookiedoc.com is the easiest way to find that. 
And uh, for those listeners who aren't super familiar with crowdfunding, which I'm not sure how many of you are at the moment, the thing about Indiegogo is you can continue to give. There's a goal and et cetera, but the money you give will always go to yeah. the project as opposed to say Kickstarter, which only yeah. funds and charges if it if it meets the, the predetermined goal. Indiegogo will actually send the movie. So no matter what, no matter what you can give, if you give money to the Indiegogo campaign, it will go to the Life and Slimes of Dookie Fly Swatter and Haunted Garage yes. production. So you are literally putting money right in the production. Um, We're going to get the, like the cult and classic bump. That's right. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, we are. Everybody knows we're rolling in coin. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, um, this sounds like an ad hey, because even it kind of is. Even if you only have five bucks or if you don't have anything, give it a share. That's a way to contribute to it Exactly. As well. Exactly. And it's free. I, it's, it's I keep super saying if everyone cool. I knew contributed five bucks, I would break my goals overnight. Absolutely. And uh, and it's really, it sounds like an ad because I think it deserves yeah. an ad, right? This is a really great right. project. It's a passion project. You look at it's the line of the people you've DIY got so passion far. Project. These people are doing this. I feel like just from the clips you showed and it, nothing's popping in my head, but if you go watch the three minute uh, teaser you have, there are people in there that would not do a project that they didn't care about. Um, yeah. If they didn't think this was worthy and really something to talk about, they would not have contributed, but they really like Dookie. Um, I think you have, you're going to have clips, I assume from the Montel show, the Montel Williams show. Hopefully. If I have enough money to afford the licensing for right. it, I have, <laughs> right. you know, um, I haven't you know, uh, gone too far into research on that, but uh, I'm looking to see what kind of budget I have and what I can do with it. I don't think it would be complete without them. It's, I do and, have and, you know, the footage. Great. And also and it, he was on name that tune in the early eighties too. So I, I'm very excited to see that. Yeah. One. <laughs> yeah. 1985. But yeah, it's just, it's really, it's really, this is great. Um, Before we wrap up here, uh, I want to touch base. So you yourself are an accomplished musician. We've talked about the fact you're part of the green jello well, family. Accomplished um, is a, I, I will take it. Yes, I and I will grant it. You have worked. Uh, I know you worked with Fiend of the Pod, Brian Viglione, who we yes, uh, had yes. a fantastic interview with. Um, what is up That's right now? That's how I found with... your podcast. Yes, excellent, excellent. Well, Brian is is an amazing guy. And if you guys listen, yeah. haven't listened to our two part interview with Brian over his favorite movies, he is a do it. Uh, he's he's frankly a film expert in his own right. It is really phenomenal. Um, yeah. And 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 as well as a great musician. So go check out his and also follow him. He's got so many music projects at any given time. And they're yeah, all and I've, I've probably seen him on stage with at least I sometimes I try to count them in my head. I think over 10 different projects I've seen him play live with it's it's you you just can't go wrong and no. um with with brian big leon but you're so your band uh very experimental always shifting and changing which is really cool um it's it's called von esper correct yeah so i had a band called von esper or have a band it's kind of inactive at the moment um partially because the of club. pandemic <laughs> partially <laughs> yes. because of just you know expenses and life just who knows there's, there's no real reason for it but uh, we haven't done anything in a while we do have a bunch of recordings that like seven, six or seven songs that haven't been released yet from like 2015 that Brian played on for us. Um, but in the meantime, during the pandemic, my other project besides the documentary was just working on music that I had no aim for. Like I didn't want to write it in, in any kind of genre. So it was just very experimental that I had no project for this music and it eventually all now I have three albums worth of material that I'm working on. And um, the first one is 
very close to being done. It's called Welcome to My Pity Party. I'm doing it under my solo, just Kevin Von Esper. It's just me and, and some guests. One of them being Brian Viglione plays on two songs. There's one that's out now you can hear called, um, uh, oh my God, what's the name of my song? Uh, <laughs> uh, is it uh, Battle Crystal Plan? Day. It's called Crystal Day. He is Crystal on Day. Battle Plan too, but that was Von Esper. Under Kevin Von Esper, oh, recently gotcha. he played on, on that song, Crystal Day, which there's a music video that I premiered at Green Jello Studios in Hollywood while I was filming the documentary. Um, and um, and yeah, look for that. That's I'm kind of focusing on the doc now. And I then when I hit a wall on that, I switch to music. And then eventually that wall will get done. <laughs> I yeah, assure I... you it exists. <laughs> Well, that's exciting. And in the meantime, I urge people to go to Von He's in the video. You can watch him play the actual track that he recorded in the studio. In the and video. watching Brian play, if people haven't seen Brian before, also mind it blowing. Is the most passionate, amazing, and appropriate. Like sometimes, yeah. And I, I feel like drummers are especially guilty of this. Sometimes I feel like, and I play with so many who do this, where their face is so oh, radically different. He's the, than the most. Drum expression but not him yes is the most expression of any drummer i've ever seen and that's why he's my favorite drummer of i all remember time, the first probably. time i saw him first of many times with uh amanda palmer in the dresden dolls yeah uh, when i was on the east coast and uh, yeah i saw them in connecticut with maybe 20 other people on a stage that hardly fit them for the first time it was right yeah, after uh girl anachronism video came out i was like yes. who is this band i gotta see them and that was the first time i saw them yeah, I think I, I think the first time I saw them might have been uh, I think Reverend Glass I opened for them and they were in okay Exeter, he joined that band eventually too. Yep, that's right. Um, and uh, yeah, and 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 it was in Exeter, New Hampshire, and yeah, it was like maybe thirty people. It was like across yeah. from the high school there, and it was just such just a mind blowing you know experience. And and Brian and, and everyone's got to check out. Of, of course, he then joined my favorite one of my other favorite bands of all time, World Inferno Friendship Society, and. You know, if this goes well, that could be the next documentary, guys. We just lost the um the singer Jack Terry Cloth last year. That's right. WIFS. I was forever. yeah. So that was a, like a really heavy blow because that was the only show that I still went to that I really could freak out at and like shake my demons off, as I call it. And now I'm kind of like <laughs> I'm stuck with them. Damn you, Jack. <laughs> <laughs> that's the thing you know we live what is it you live long enough to become the villain or we live long enough to lose the people <laughs> and then yeah. we become the demon uh punk rock legends you know and that's the thing too is i feel like um we're in a sort of this is a little sidebar our culture right now especially with film and music they're on the same wavelength where nostalgia is its own reward for a lot of people but sometimes that comes with a disassociation of the actual completeness of that nostalgia element you know when i see someone walking around with a germs t-shirt mm -hmm. um I'm, and this isn't tearing anyone apart but uh you know express yourself however you want but if you see that t-shirt did you actually listen to the music i mean some of it is pretty great. Some of it, some of it, yeah. in my opinion, is not. I, I know people or, who have Nirvana hats who just thought it was a brand. They didn't even know Nirvana was that's, a band. That's right. And and and, and again, good it also for them comes with, selling the merch, though. I mean, if the germs can make that coin, do it. Exactly. And I don't know that they are, but I certainly yeah, hope I don't they know are. if they are. Um, but you know, like, but that's one of those things where uh, the surviving germs. It pays right. The, the surviving. It pays to. It pays to to actually check in. If you if you're familiar with something and you like the aesthetic dig in deep 
like really see what it's about. Maybe you won't like it anymore, or most likely like something like the Haunted Garage, Dickie Flyswatter, you're going to actually find something that you connect with a lot. And it yeah, really becomes there's something for everyone in here. Um, for sure. And and I, I got to say, I, I saw the germs uh, when that movie came out. They played at the Gramercy Theater. It was very not well attended, but I got to meet Lorna Doom. So check. Oh, that would be so much fun. Um, I, I think what's I'm trying to remember what the book is called. It might be The Life and Times of Darby Crash, um, mm. but check that one out as well. Anyone yeah, I haven't read all, any of the books. Um, it's 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 a um, maybe we'll do a review on it. In addition, if you guys are interested, let me know uh, on the Instagram. I'm page interested. The email. Great. Well, because it's really because it's a it's a it's a oral narrative. So it's all right. interviews with people at the time. And um, it really trends like the Darby's interest in David Bowie. Um, mm -hmm. And then Iggy Pop rolls in there and then rolls Adam out. Ant. And like, exactly. Adam Ant, like all that stuff, that glam rock that really fed into this sort of interesting amalgamate with that really hardcore scene, you know? Cold Adam Ant, who stars in a movie called Cold Steel alongside Sharon Stone, written by Dookie Flyswatter. That makes me so happy. I had no idea he was involved. I love that movie. Um, it's written I, by Dookie. And if anybody uh, out there is not really is like Adam Ant from the eighties, I don't remember. Yeah, Seriously, pretty little look, two shoes. He's he's I love him. He's great. If you look at him, if you find him now, go find a picture now just for your own joy. This isn't to rip on him. I love him. He is like a pirate. He literally looks yeah. like a pirate now, and it makes me so happy. Uh, great, great time. And, and that's what Darby tried to do for a little while. That's right. That's right. Yeah. yeah. The, the, the tied in the hair and feather like the fabric, yep. the whole deal. Um, well, we're going to wrap this up because at this point, yeah, I'm just sorry, so many side tangents, but it was no, all interesting. I hope it's all good. So, guys, listen to um, some great music from Haunted Garage and Dookie Flyswatter. Uh, <laughs> got some awesome art. Check this out on YouTube as well so you can see all of yes. the amazing props. Uh, VHS collectors, you're definitely going to want to check what Kevin has been putting up here because these copies, these autographed copies of many films are uh, beautiful and, to be. And those aren't me collecting media. movies now. Those are me collecting movies in the 90s when they were only available on VHS. These are legit collections. Yep, cult video releases, uh, look at video treasures maybe in there. Anyway, great yeah, stuff. I think all of the above. Yeah, and uh, and and dookiedoc.com, right? Dookiedoc.com, D U K E Y. D U K E Y.com. I don't know. If uh, this dookie... might be the opposite, but <laughs> <laughs> it's all right. Dookie, dookiedoc.com, D U K E Y D O C.com. Hit up the Indiegogo, uh, listen to the music, watch the the trailer and uh share and tell donate if all you can. your friends. Um and seriously, really tell you your friends. This is going to make you like that cool friend who shared something really neat with a lot of your friends. Um if, Yeah, if you're totally cool underground, friend, man. Do this. <laughs> right, exactly. You know, which is all what we're here about at Cultic Classic Podcast is helping you feel cool among your <laughs> friends. Uh but anyway, or, thank you so much. Or be the most uncool person in your friend group. Give that's, it a try. We'll see what happens. That's okay too. They they both have their own appeal. You know, I don't have to answer many phone calls. It's kind of nice. Uh, but thank you so much. And we'll thank definitely you. have you back as awesome. the documentary progresses. And please, yeah, if guys, you ever want to cover any of his movies on your podcast, I'm your guy. Uh, there, we will absolutely do that. Um, I'm very excited uh, for the possibility. Lots of dookie, to talk. double dookie, double features you could do. Trust me. Double, do, do, double dookie, dookie, dookie times two. Yeah, we're gonna. Yeah, double there's, dookie. There's no, Everybody I'm, knows. I'm announcing it here now. <laughs> that's right. That's right. The the on air blackmail. No, it's gonna be great. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> 
seriously guys uh check it out and please also rate and review us wherever you get your podcast follow us on instagram cult and classic podcast uh write us for your hate mail reviews tell me how much um the uh, murder junkies were great and i just misunderstood them to cult and classic podcast at gmail.com um and if you have any hate mail send it to uh cult and classic podcast at gmail.com care of tad duchess Desaad from haunted garage was punched by gg allen once that sounds completely true um yeah this is and this is one one last aside is uh is anybody in new hampshire who goes to bull moose music everyone on the east coast should know bull moose music great uh record store and and all that jazz but if you go it might still be there the store is still there if you go to portsmouth new hampshire across from the friendly toast um with both the best and worst wait staff on the planet depending on who you get if you go across the street to bull moose go look in the CD section for Gigi Allen and they have taped there a handwritten sticky note that says something along the lines of actually a really nice guy. And, and that was it. And I'm going to have to take, I can attest to that. Well, through not personal um, interaction, but I I am friends with somebody in New York who was in Gigi Allen's band once before the crazy era, you know, back when he was Mm. just a guy trying to write cool punk songs. Yep. And he was like, yeah, he was really cool. Like he was just this dude named Kevin or whatever, you know? And then, and, and as you said, and then a he was like, this is before he was uh, hanging out with serial killers and, you know, throwing shit at people and stuff. So sure. Sure. Yeah. But I mean, you know, I heard he was a very nice guy. Um, it's, it's a uh, people, he, sometimes his, people persona, get his persona went a little too far and it cost him his life. That's true. And I, and I, you know, I think a lot of people would agree, but uh, interesting, you know, you want to see in that kind a of crazy stuff. documentary hated by the guy who directed the Joker. <laughs> that's, that's right. That's right. Um, and uh, it is, it's, it's worth a watch, but I'm going to tell you this, you're going to have more fun checking out the life. Yeah. Haunted, haunted Garage is, gonna, is a lot garage. way more fun. Um, and, and uh, the faces to see are great. So thank you guys so much. Play us out as always is the Chud with yours truly singing and all about evil. Hey everyone, thanks for listening to Colton Classic Podcast. This podcast is important to me, but what's more important are the rights, privileges, and freedom from violence of everyone in this country and in this world. And that means supporting Black Lives Matter. If you'd like to make a donation, please go ahead and visit coltonclassicpodcast.com where we have a list of places you can donate and help out. And please stay safe.